At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. When we keep Idaho students in classrooms, they have better physical and mental health. Help keep the student you love in school by getting them vaccinated if they're eligible. Make sure they wear a mask, frequently wash their hands, and stay home and get tested when sick. Our teachers and other school staff can also do their part by choosing to vaccinate, wearing a mask, and supporting other preventive measures. For more information on preventive measures, please visit coronavirus.idaho.gov or contact your child's school. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today. Dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space, CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some Blunt Business with your host, Let's go with another edition of Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. So glad to have all of you with us and joining us again for another episode. So we're back with a return guest who's joined with another special guest that's joining us here on the program. And let me start it off like this. Given the lack of quality control and production inefficiencies, traditional growing methods are in dire need of a facelift. Outdoor cultivation is unprotected subject to unpredictable weather patterns, environmental damage, and is only operational in select seasons. Greenhouses are a step up in that they allow for better control of the environment and year-round cultivation, provided there is sufficient artificial lighting in the off-seasons. Sun grow versus indoor grow. We've talked about that since the start of Cannabis Radio, as a matter of fact. I still remember vividly Kyle Cushman and Ed Rosenthal having that said subject. You can look for that on an episode of The Growth Show, which is on the website. With indoor cultivation of vertical racks, growers can maximize production by utilizing unused vertical space and can confidently operate, confidently operate year-round. However, the plants are still at risk of pets and diseases, and there are still macro and micro environmental conditions with high variability to consider. Agrify, who's our featured guest today, is a developer of highly advanced and proprietary precision hardware and software growth solutions for the indoor agriculture marketplace, and they're on a mission to fill these inefficiencies with their revolutionary indoor growth technology, thus enabling horticulturalists to produce the highest quality crops, 
consistently at the lowest cost. A little backstory here on the show. Almost a year ago to the day, I spoke with one of our guests when he was part of a company called TriGrow. Since we last talked in October 2019, he has now joined the team at Agrify, which now TriGrow is was taken in and enveloped into Agrify. That's David Kessler, who was Senior VP of Horticulture, and now he is Vice President and Head of Horticulture. Horticulture. And joining him is uh, Robert Harrison, who's the COO of Agrify. David Kessler, Robert Harrison, thanks for joining us here on Blunt Business. Thanks for having so us. much for having us. That's a mouthful I had to say right there. So let me go and give uh, some background. Obviously, David, this will be more to your extent, being in the horticultural side, being in the, getting your hands into everything hands-on approach the approach is to indoor cultivation is allow for complete control over the environment including temperature light or intensity and photo period co2 levels and humidity to produce a more consistent higher quality product aggravized vertical farming which if you remember talking on the last show we talked about vertical farming and the stacked uh, system it's allowing growers to stack three units on top of one another potentially increasing yield sixfold while reducing operating expenses by up to 40%. So go ahead and refresh uh, to our listeners the approach of this stacked tri-growth system. Well, the system, uh, Brasco, is in fact a vertical system. It is now the Agrify VFU, or Vertical Farming Unit. And it's predicated on the idea that traditional cultivation, unfortunately, doesn't utilize the available space of most cultivation facilities. Especially in urban areas with high real estate values, it's incredibly important to maximize the production capabilities of your assets. And that includes small cultivation facilities or large cultivation facilities. So utilizing that unused vertical space is a key way you can increase the return on your investment, increase production. The challenge comes in how do you operate that cultivation facility on multiple tiers safely and efficiently. And so the Agrify VFU, it allows a precision control over the environment. This means temperature, humidity, vapor pressure deficit, CO2, fertigation, and so on. But by controlling all of those environmental inputs and factors very granularly with high fidelity precision, what we are able to do is minimize the environmental impact or change on the plant. Cannabis is very phenotypically plastic. The environment has a huge impact on the chemical profile as well as the aesthetic of the flower, how it looks. Uh, And so by minimizing the variation from crop cycle to crop cycle, as well as from cultivation facility to facility, you're able to produce a higher quality plant. And with those granular controls, The cultivators love it because they can really dial in each individual genetic separately. So if you have a lava cake that's fairly new but really performs better with a uh, slightly warmer temperature and a higher CO2 level, in one growth chamber, you can run your lava cake. And right next to it, you can be running the newest slurricane hybrid, and you're trying to bring out, say, anthocyan, purple coloration, you might drop the temperature to 60 degrees or below. And that'll help degrade the chlorophyll, bringing out the purple. But you're cultivating two strains side by side, and you're doing both in a way that is intended to maximize their genetic potential. So by having that control over the environment and utilizing the space, Agrify really allows that precision cultivation 
to come through. And I remember when we went through and talked about the actual makeup of the space where it was stacked tables with catwalks that really maximized the amount of yield a producer can get from a warehouse space with tall ceilings. Stacking three high, increasing the yield by 7.8 times, and they're like Lego pieces. Units can be stacked on top of each other and linked side by side, and each comes with its own set of lights and a catwalk system that goes with the vertical stacking. We had mentioned about that last time. Now, as the cannabis industry continues to expand, it's going to be more pivotal, pivotal for growers to produce consistent products at scale, especially with the pandemic we've had right now, where there's a lot more wholesale, I believe, than retail. So just having that supply and having so much to go ahead and put out at bulk for some people that want to have contactless delivery, they don't want to go ahead and do a monthly trip to a dispensary. They probably want to have more they can actually hold on to, and it actually has much more shelf life than before. So AgriFi's modern technology and best-in-class space utilization and quality control is going to help growers deliver on anticipated results with less manual labor and risk of crop loss. Now, since we last talked, David, talk to me about what AgriFi has been doing to revolutionize agriculture and thus revolutionize cannabis. Any changes from the year to year? You know, the technology is in a state of constant evolution and improvement. Uh, it goes back to the Red Queen theory. If you're not continuing to evolve, you're going to end up extinct. So what we're doing is focusing on improving the technology, making sure our lighting, for example, which is all LED, is at the forefront of what can be done in terms of energy efficiency and light output per watt. We're also interested in, again, giving even finer granular control over that environment. Uh, and honestly, while AgriFi provides an incredibly robust hardware solution, which is the VFU, it is really the software, AgriFi Insights, that allows and affords a lot of this control, this precision over cultivation. And in that department, what we've been doing is we've been broadening the software to be more applicable to a wider range of cultivators. So we had developed with the clients what we thought were really optimum ways to cultivate the plant, the right nutrients, the right growing media, and so forth. But what we've been focusing on is allowing that cultivation technology to be utilized by other cultivation uh, strategies, growing mediums, uh, different nutrient programs. We just wanna make it a broader applicable technology that can deliver to a wider set of the cannabis industry. So for example, the technology has been optimized for rock wool at this point, soilless and cocoa-based grow mediums, uh, as well as uh, multiple different styles and types of nutrient lines. So really our focus is on broadening the uh, appeal of the AgriFi VFU and the system uh, to the wider cannabis market. I want to go and bring Robert uh, Harrison into the conversation after a short break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about the, uh, the challenges that 2020 has brought to us and the mindset towards consistency and quality and really just going together and just seeing where operations are from a standpoint uh, where the election that might be uh, that will already have passed from us will be getting towards 2021 as we are, are bringing this show to all of you and publishing it. I want to go and talk all about that and talk what your CEOs talked about uh, recently in uh, articles about what the challenges are here now going forward with AgriFi and trying to create this solution and bringing it up to more people and really creating the awareness and helping in that area of indoor indoor growing to the forefront. We're going to talk about that again with Robert Harrison, the COO, and David Kessler, Vice President and Head of Horticulture and Customer Success at AgriFi. We'll be back with both of them after a short break. 
rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with Robert Harrison and David Kessler. They're both with Agrify here on Blunt Business. Raymond Nobu Cheng, he's the president and CEO of Agrify. Uh, he had spoken to Benzinga recently and had some thoughts on 2020 challenges. He said this, quote, more and more cultivators shift their mindset towards consistency, consistency and quality whilst being mindful of the need to reduce their overall OPEX. While 2020 has been a challenge for the industry as the companies experience the pandemic-related pandemic related setbacks, including postponements and constructions, permitting, licensing, as well as overall funding shortage, Cheng also said there would be some resurgence. Once the election risk is out of the way in a few weeks, the industry will see a tremendous bounce back in the years to come. I think that's really said to be when it comes to the economy in general and where cannabis, which could have been a recovery, a lever for recovery in the first place, was never decided to be brought upon. They never brought, you know, policymakers never brought it to the table. But the cannabis industry itself has bounced back. The V-shape recovery is the same way here. What do you say, Robert? Yeah, I would certainly agree. Obviously, you know, you look at all of the states that are looking at legalization and the states have uh, legalized recently, there's certainly the trend in that direction. And I think everybody is looking at the cannabis industry as, uh, you know, one of the, the, the future growth areas. I think, um, and as David mentioned, you know, uh, another point related to the, the concerns of the industry is obviously costs. Um, obviously, people are looking to maximize uh, the costs. Uh, the cannabis industry does have its own, um, you know, challenges from a cost perspective. Uh, facility utilization is one of them. And that's another area where we've really focused with uh, the AgriFi solution is, is trying to optimize uh, labor utilization and facility utilization. Uh, part of the software that's uh, included with the system is actually trying to maximize labor so that your, your facility is being utilized to its effectiveness with the least possible labor. Um, and then obviously from a mechanical system as far as uh, ease of access across you know, the, the tiers of your of your grow facility. So uh, I think, you know, costs is going to be a, a key thing going forward. And, and I think the AgriFi solution is something that can help. One of the things I want to bring a uh, point across is uh, you have a, a series that's on your, on your blog uh, called AgriFi Live. And one of the things I want to talk about was just the idea of pointing out from an episode with uh, Mike Dixon, who is a director of the Controlled Environmental Systems Research Facility and uh, project leader for the Canadian research team investigating contributions of plants to life support in space. What I, not necessarily talking about that, but just the idea of where you're trying to go ahead and create the system so that it's so consistent, whichever climate, wherever you are, whichever environment you put this in, because of the importance that if we're trying to go make indoor grow so prominent that you want to make sure that this system works and the right type of Temperature control, the right type of conditions can be done so that if you're in a colder climate and a dry climate, if whatever kind of climate you are outside, that it's not going to penetrate and create any effect inside the grow itself. 
So, Brasco, you know, that is more or less correct. What, what, what you have to appreciate is in any type of commercial building, we are going to specify a set of environmental uh, limits that the facility has to be maintained within, which is really generally the ASHRAE standards for human comfort, a certain temperature and humidity that people would be comfortable working in. Beyond that, the equipment will function as desired within that environment. But if you take one of our vertical farming units and put it in someone's unheated, uninsulated garage in Alaska, we are not going to be able to operate that right. equipment as it was intended. So it is important to provide a conditioned environment, but it does operate within pretty big range. And that range overlaps with human comfort, which is how most buildings have been designed. So we feel that it's applicable to most commercial cultivation facilities and really can maximize the utility of the technology in those facilities that have higher ceilings where we can capitalize on that multi-tier vertical approach. And I'd also say that, you know, there is some benefit for the system that takes some of the burden off of the facility design, but really to the, the main point is controlling the environment for the plants, uh, being able to dial in that very specific environment that you want your plants to be and allowing your the ability to dial this group of plants at an entirely different um, you know, uh, cultivation conditions than another set of plants right next door. So it gives you that ability to have at a commercial level um, that microclimate control that really optimizes whatever you're, you're trying to accomplish, but be able to do this at a commercial level that you know, isn't influenced by tiny little grow chambers. So it's you know, commercial scale, but microclimate capability. You have the control inside your facility is there any kind of uh, issues or any kind of uh, difficulties you might have or, or anything you might have to confront once you're having to go ahead and take the plant out of the facility and get it into distribution? Is there anything that you have that you feel like in a controlled environment you might have that might be suspect if you're getting them have to move it out and then getting it out to store or getting it out to a wholesaler? Brasco, are you saying is there any additional risks cultivating indoors with a CEA style, a closed environmental agriculture Correct. style? Once you get it out of facility, are you weighing the ideas of what to do to go ahead and continue to keep that control in place? Well, I think that, you know, it, it goes to what our clients want to do. No matter how well you cultivate the flower, no matter what you do, if you don't dry and process that flower properly, you can really ruin it. So mm -hmm. absolutely our mind goes to technology that will help reduce the risk and maximize the quality that the consumer receives. To that end, there's new drying technologies that use things like lyophilization or uh, cryodesiccation uh, that control, for example, both the temperature and are able to achieve a vacuum on the actual drying environment, which ensures that you can dry at a lower temperature, not boiling off those wonderful terpenes, those flavors and aroma molecules that are so important yeah. to many people, uh, and give that full spectrum quality to the plant or the cannabis 2.0 product that is going to be made from that plant. But it is critical to focus on the post-harvest processes to ensure the correct environment, for example, during the drying is uh, being provided. And to that end, we really look to science to maximize uh, both the quality of the flower, but also to enlighten us on how we should be drying. The most drying science that has been done is really on tobacco and on wood veneers. Wood veneers, interestingly, have a lot to do with maintaining terpenes because the terpenes are essentially oils almost that have a lot to do with the flexibility of that laminate. Whereas 
tobacco, obviously a combusted smoked product is, is similar in some ways to the way cannabis is used. But what we have found, and thanks to wonderful researchers in the industry, is things like controlling the temperature and humidity of your drying, reducing the moisture level in the flower, the biomass fairly quickly, getting it below a threshold where bacteria and mold can grow, and then slowing the process down. Give it a little bit cooler temperatures. But if you can get the biomass to a point where it can be dry, it can be safe, but microbes can't grow, where you don't have the risk of mold growing or pathogens, then you can have the process extended further to maximize the flavor, the quality, the chemical profile. Uh, but it's science that's directing that, actual testing, and it's not you know, what has been done for decades uh, in the industry, because we didn't know better. We didn't have the ability to have researchers look at cannabis as a agricultural commodity crop and start working on how to improve both its cultivation and its post-harvest handling. So it's an exciting time and technology and learnings like that are absolutely applicable to how cannabis should be grown, not just indoors in a CEA facility, Brasco, but in general, adopt the technology that produces the safest, highest quality product, regardless of if you're growing outside in a greenhouse or indoors. And that's what I wanted to talk about was the extension of consistency and quality that Raymond Nobu Cheng had mentioned in the article. Is that's the kind of the direction that I would imagine a company like yours will be looking at going into next year. Once we now have a clean slate, once again, we are not looking at the pandemic. We have it in our back in a rear view mirror. And now we can get back to hopefully regular business uh, as, as was before and moving forward. Now, AgriFi is poised to expand its presence in every deregulated state, Chang said, disclosing plans for 2021. He said also they intend to collaborate with large multi-state operators to, quote, help them achieve better consistency and quality across different regional cultivation facilities, quote, end quote. And on the internal level, he said the company plans to, quote, improve Precision vertical growth solutions to help solve our customers' pain points. He also added highlighting it would also expand their product offerings, aiming to achieve a true one-stop solution for our customers. So, Robert, I want to go ahead and go to you real quick. What can you tell us about the 2021 plans when it comes to the MSOs and solving the needs of your customers? Yeah, so I think, you know, the, one of the challenges that the MSOs have, and it's, it's a challenge that uh, I think all cultivators have, is consistency in product. Um, Obviously, you know, as, as David mentioned, very small inputs in, in changes of the variables of the input variables give you huge results in the outputs. And um, that's ultimately not something you want. Uh, for the MSOs, they're trying to build a brand. They're trying to build consistency. They want to have to give the consumer the same experience time after time. And that's almost impossible with, uh, you know, today's uh, cultivation techniques. So that's really an area that we're focusing on, um, you know, for, for us, it's about the the uh, cultivation technique and, and being able to do that consistently. And it that's something that the MSOs are very much keen on is to be able to have a brand across state lines and to have a consistent product line across state lines. The other thing about the MSOs and, and frankly, again, all cultivation is uh, cost. Um, they're all looking to have the operational cost. Um, that's, that's labor utilization and energy utilization are the two big uh, cost drivers, um, and then um, you know, use of their facility and, and use of their equipment is, is is another one. So, those are the key areas. And uh, as as David mentioned, we're you know constantly evolving our technology, releasing new product lines, uh, and uh, new generations that are you know driving that to to uh, drive the high consistency at the lowest cost. 
And David, last year, you might remember when we talked last time, we talked about how uh, originally the idea was to standardize cannabis cultivation. So the idea, therefore, is to create much like if you go ahead and go to McDonald's, you go to any store you want, you'll have that same taste, same consistency, same product. And it's what you know, it's what you trust, it has the right integrity, and, you know, it's priced right. It's the same idea where it comes here. So since we've talked last, uh, talk to me about where that is, because obviously when working with these multi-state operators, that's the importance of the standardization. Absolutely. And, and part of standardization, there's uh, two really big factors here. One is the standardization of process. If you don't have a consistent process by which employees, cultivators uh, can follow and then replicate, you're not going to be able to have the kind of consistency. You brought up a, a global brand McDonald's. Every time you go to McDonald's, whether it's in Arkansas or Alaska, it's the same Big Mac. It's right. the same quarter pounder. And you have that expectation and it's met. With cannabis, often a strain name, there's a lot of taxonomic issues that we can get into. There's a lot of taxonomy. Uh, essentially, people change names and we don't really know what strain is what strain in the industry. But if I go and buy Blue Dream from five different dispensaries in Colorado and Washington, we're likely to get five very different flavors, five very different chemical profiles, and five very different aesthetics, five very different looks to the flower. So having a consistent process allows you to ensure that you're going to have a higher degree of consistency. Now, <clears throat> that must be coupled with the consistent environment. And it's small changes that I've alluded to before in that environment that have big impacts on the chemical profile, the chemotype, or the phenotypic expression, the look of the flower. So uh, not too much has changed, Brasco. Really, it's a focus, again, on consistency of process and consistency of environment. And what we have been focused on at AgriFi is allowing a wider group of inputs to be made consistent. Because I might have one way I like to cultivate, and you might have another. And if my system only accommodates my cultivation techniques, then unfortunately it's limiting and it's not going to be as applicable to the cannabis industry as a whole. We want wide adoption. We believe our technology is the future of cultivation. And with that in mind, that precision needs to be allowed for a rock wool grower or a cocoa uh, flower grower. You can't be so limiting. So we're really trying to uh, widen and adapt the technology to make it applicable to the widest market and, uh, you know, really help bring consistency to cannabis. And that's the idea. Oh, go ahead, Robert. Go ahead. I was just going to add, you know, the other element of consistency is, uh, you know, production consistency. Obviously, there's uh, a million different varieties of, of pests and a variety of different things that can impact cannabis. And uh, certainly the results, you know, if you're if you're failing state tests can be significant to an operator. And that's one of the areas that we've really focused on uh, with latest generations to um, mitigate as many possible to, uh, contaminants and pests as, as, as possible and to isolate them. So in your traditional grow environment, you've got a lot of shared space, a lot of uh, open uh, pathogen uh, potential for, for you know, uh, contamination. With the VFU, you've got everybody in the, everything in the same room, everything is uh, easy to access. But everything is also isolated. So if you have a, an issue in one particular VFU, you can isolate that system. You can mitigate your your problem, and you're not impacting your uh, all of your crop. So in this case, going forward year to year, I think the idea of having that Coca-Cola or that McDonald's that that consistent 
global brand that cannabis can can, can go and claim the state to have. And if that's able to be created and can be put in a proper distribution where it can be made available all around the country and then as far as you want to go with it, that that's the race I think everybody's trying to get to is to create that one ultimate global recognizable brand that, you know, Canada has not gotten to yet. The United States, there's only so much you could do state to state right now. You know, the interstate kind of commerce, once legalization comes into play, having that ready beforehand is going to be, I think, where the race comes. And I think that's where some people's five-year business model goes into play. I think that's where people want to go to. What do you say? I, I would fully agree. And then there's always two aspects of creating a brand. Obviously, there is um, there's the marketing and creating the, an awareness around the brand. And, and that can certainly be done at any point at any time with lots of money. Um, but the other part is creating a product that is uh, valued by the consumer and consistent among the consumer. So if it's a great product in one state and a not so great product in the other state, the brand equity just is it just uh, immediately lost. So it, it has to be tied together with that consistency. And unfortunately, I think that's what you're seeing with you know some of the, the early brands is that that consistency uh, isn't there enough to create a, a larger following. And there's always going to be room, say, like in tobacco or alcohol, for different types of uh, flavors, different types of things that are independent. But then there's going to be the one standalone, which is is a, a tried and true brand when it comes to especially alcohol. You can have your IPAs. You can have your other things. But then there are those certain spirits that are consistent across every bottle that you buy. That's the same idea what cannabis, I think, goes into. And that's where I think we're trying to kind of bring that point across here. I want to go and come back and do one more segment with both of you. And talk about, again, we mentioned the Agrify Live series. You can find everybody, folks, at their website, agrify, A-G-R-I-F-Y.com. And actually look for their blog, so agrify.com slash blog. Or it's also on YouTube. Uh, check it out for yourself. Um, I want to talk about some issues when it comes to phenotype hunting and directed breeding that you talked about recently, David. We'll talk about that after a short break. Stay with us, folks. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm here with David Kessler, Vice President and Head of Horticulture and Customer Success, and Robert Harrison, Chief Operating Officer at Agrify. And as I mentioned before, earlier in the show, if you want to go and take a listen to the interview I did with David back in October 2019, go back in the archives, take a look for the name right here on Blunt Business. You can catch that up. There's a lot of great information we talked about there, a little more into the stacking and the standardized cultivation that we talked about earlier with Robert and David. You can also go into that. We actually did quite a bit of discussion there. But again, moving forward to Agrify. So, on Agrify Live is a show you have on your blog and it's on YouTube. David, you discuss phenotype hunting and directed breeding with genetics expert Miles Durham. And Durham explained in the interview, quote, 
When you're looking for a phenotype to conduct a directive breeding, there is so much work to be done before you even start. You should look for what's best for your specific environment. The most important is to choose your strains. Lots of companies are now on the cash-out business, supplying new 50 new varieties each year, he added. When purchasing seeds from a bank, the best is to ask for its initial success strains, their signature strains. Understanding the profile of the plant in order to acknowledge when the desired phenotype is expressed. There's nothing wrong with supplying variety. Durham says, you just have to be very careful. It takes so much research. So, Dust said, talk to me about what you've been doing right now. Um, in the process, you have the system in place about finding out which strains work best for what you're looking to go ahead and do, what will get the most supply and demand, and, you know, finding the best possible potent strains you can that will really stand out. Absolutely. I think phenotype selection, or in this uh, case, genetic selection for a commercial cultivation facility, is what Miles was really talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, and it is applicable to home growers as well, or smaller scale cultivators. But ultimately, it's to find the genetics, to find the strains that are most unique, because there's a lot of great cannabis out there. But to find the unicorn, that one strain that has disease resistance, vigor, potency, flavor, uh, aesthetic appeal, uh, aromatic appeal, there's a lot of checkboxes that need to uh, be marked off uh, in order to be a really true, excellent uh, commercial cultivated strain. And so to that end, uh, AgriFi is not a plant touching company, but closely hand in hand with our cultivation clients to help them select genetics that will work in our system. Now, what's different that Miles was talking about was with an AgriFi system, we can dial in the environment to suit the plant. We don't have to find the plant that suits our environment. It gives us a huge advantage. On top of that, our clients are able to do very small iterative tests because of the individual or the segregated nature of each vertical farming unit and that fact that they're all independent from one another. If you have a new varietal that you're testing, you might run it at five different temperatures. And then the next cultivation cycle, you might run it at five different uh, CO2 levels or light intensities. Very quickly, you can learn to optimize a new genetic in our hardware, which is in and of itself with the software recording almost a million data points each year. So in terms of what we do at AgriFi, we support the data collection. We work hand in hand with cultivators, looking at the morphology of the plant, the structure. Does it grow better having been pruned apically with multiple branches or is it better left as a single column or cannabis plant, something in a, akin to a more high yield sea of green style of cultivation? What we're interested in is achieving the highest quality for each genetic and being able to do that repeatedly. To Miles' point about selecting that genetic to start with, what you have to appreciate is the genetic diversity of the plant. There's over 550 compounds uh, produced by cannabis, we now are aware. And the different proportion and ratio of each of those compounds is what gives each individual flower its unique uh, ability to produce a high, to give medical benefits. But with so many different chemical compounds and so many different genetics available, the potential combination of all of that together is just astounding. So you really do want to look for something that cultivates well in the environment you can provide. Uh, ideally, that you can then maximize the quality of. But if I grow 100 plants, Brasco, they're from seed, 
there's going to be variation. And it will be one of those plants that's just head and shoulders above all of the others. You still have to put in the work. You got to look through it. If you've ever uh, taken statistics and looked at the bell curve, you know, if you only grow 10 seeds, you have a one in 10 chance of getting to the top 10%. Yeah. If you're looking for something in the 0.1% at the top, you have to grow out over a thousand seeds. And a lot of uh, smaller cultivators don't have that opportunity. But when you have that larger sample set, and you couple that with the power of the AgriFi software and hardware, you really unlock the potential of cannabis to really see what a particular variety is capable of. And I assure you, if you grow out a thousand plants with our technology, you'll find that unicorn. And that's a great point. So the thing is, again, there's always room for both. But again, it's what we're looking to get to that mass scale that's going to work for what you're looking to do right here and really put it in this environment. And it will be a wide appeal overall. So as we wrap things up, Robert, I want to go and bring you back in here. And let's talk about agrify.com itself. Again, the gamut of services is a plenty. Vertical farming, LED grow lights, air purification, and surface sanitization, grow racks, and a number of other services. So as we send people over to agrify.com, A-G-R-I-F-Y.com, uh, take us through a couple of highlights you think our listeners would be interested in knowing uh, about what you're working on right now and how they can stay connected. Yeah, so obviously the 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 center of of agrifiers are about our you know microclimate controlled um, grow facilities, as as David has mentioned. But we're we're ultimately trying to create a turnkey solution for our customers and give them all of the tools that are needed for their their facility. Um, we have uh, what we call uh, integrated grow racks for for cloning. Um, we have uh, lights for, for doing out of VFU uh, operations. Obviously, we pride ourselves on having some of the best lights in, in the industry and gives us the ability for selling it in and out of VFUs. Uh, we look at threat mitigation. Obviously, that's a, a you know a critical thing in um, all of indoor cultivation to you know, mitigate any any threats and, and manage that before it becomes a, a problem. And um, so I think, you know, a lot of the things that we're working on are obviously taking the next generation of our, our VFUs. Um, and it's, it's always looking at the, at the two levers. It's always improving the cultivation uh, science and improving the operational performance within those. And then looking at our next generation of lights, um, trying to reduce the um, overall, increase the efficiency and uh, improve the spectrum year over year to uh, really maximize the performance of the plants. There we go. <clears throat> And finally, again, so what's the best way to go and stay connected uh, besides the website? Uh, any social media links we should also know about? You can reach us at Agrify on Facebook and on Instagram uh, or at our website at agrify.com, A-G-R-I-F-Y.com. Fantastic. Again, David Kessler, VP of Head of Horticulture, uh, VP and Head of Horticulture and Customer Success, and Robert Harrison, Chief Operating Officer at Agrify. Thank you for both for being here with us on the show. And, uh, David, again, we're glad to have you back once again. Oh, it was my pleasure, Brasco. Thank you so much, and I really appreciate the opportunity, and I know my colleague does as well. Thank you, Brasco. Yeah, Robert, thanks for also for coming into the mix. And I uh, wanted to make sure there's always that fair, equal time here on this program. So we did get a whole lot out there. And, folks, again, thank you, listeners, for listening to the program. So grateful for all of you to find this show each and every week. A lot of places where you can find it. Of course, at our website, CannabisRio.com. Amazon Music, we are now available on. So the big tech giants, Amazon, Apple, Google, all there. Spotify is where you got to go as well. We're on all those different platforms. And we're on Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and others. 
And I hope all of you will take a lot from this and come back for the next episode. We'll talk to you next week. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just 2 bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty? sizzling to perfection. It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just two bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.